Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I have the opportunity to serve as our North Campus pastor as well as our online pastor. And just want to say thank you for being here and uh, taking your discipleship, your spiritual growth seriously. Uh, this week we're with uh, Anna Robbins and uh, journeying through the book of Luke, and uh, later we'll be in the, the book of Acts. So Anna, as we, we hop in here, and uh, as always, our reading plan can be found in the show notes below. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure you screenshot that. Print that, whatever you need to do, write it down, <laughs> whatever you need to do uh, to engage in God's Word. Um, so before we hop into Luke chapter 23, uh, Anna, outside the person of Jesus, I'm going to go ahead and take that one out for mm-hmm. you. Um, who has made the most profound impact on your life, would you say? Oh, man, I would definitely say my dad. My mm-hmm. dad, um, he's very charismatic, very outgoing. Um, he is a pastor, Um and so, yes, I'm a pastor's kid. Um, and, good old PK. Yeah, good old PK. Um, but he really has influenced my life in so many different ways, um, and I've been able to glean a lot from him. Um, and he actually was the one who made me fall in love with the not only the person of Christ, but, like, Scripture as a whole. Mm. So that's, imp- uh, that's a good prayer for a dad to praise. Lord, would you allow my love for you, my love for the Scripture, um, to be passed on to the next generation? Love it. Cool. Well, as we hop in here, uh, Luke chapter 23, uh, what text, what verse uh, stood out to you, jumped out that you you highlighted and wrote down? So I'm an overachiever, and I had so many. Uh, <laughs> I had so many. All of 23. Right? The whole chapter, like, Jesus dies. Like, this is insane. Um, I think that the the main overall, like, if I could just pick, like, a theme mm-hmm. is, um, well, there's two. <laughs> um, the first is, you know, when Jesus uh, goes to Pilate, then he's sent to Herod, and Herod is is literally, um, he's like, I want to see this guy perform some miracles. Yeah. And, and he's sitting there, and he's asking Jesus all these questions, and Jesus mm. is silent. Mm. Like, Jesus doesn't defend himself. Jesus doesn't respond. Jesus doesn't give in to the popes and the prods. And um, I think that his silence actually answered so many questions Mm -hmm. and it was a perfect way for us um to just kind of model that um like when we're under pressure Mm -hmm. or when people want things from us that are not glorifying to the lord we just Mm -hmm. we don't have to say anything Mm -hmm. you say it best when you say nothing at all you say it best (laughs) and that's why ethan does not lead worship that's right (laughs) (laughs) 100 (laughs) percent Cool. So you you see twice here uh, between uh, before Pilate then Herod where he says nothing, uh, and that's the two that that we know of. Um, what else in this text? And you said two, so that was one. What was the other one that that stood out to you? Yeah. So when um so when the people are you know yelling you know crucify him mm-hmm. um and then the the soldiers are mocking him and they're like he saved others so let him save himself mm-hmm. um. I find it really interesting that in order to save more, mm-hmm. Jesus had to sacrifice mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of spellbound by that in the sense of like I was, I knew that, but just mm-hmm. seeing how like even in, you know, Jesus' crucifixion, he is still reaching people. He mm-hmm. is still um, just true to his character. Mm-hmm. Like, he is still serving. He is still loving. He is still showing who he is. Um, 
that just spoke to me. And you can see that through um, through his death, you know, and through um, how when he died, almost like everybody was heartbroken all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It was like this this like euphoria of um, everyone is just like, yeah, kill him, kill him. And then he dies. And we see um, like in verse 47, like mm-hmm. the Roman officer just pauses and he's like, truly, mm-hmm. like he was God, mm-hmm. like truly, like he didn't do anything. Um and that was just so encouraging to me because I'm not always going to see um, the results or um, the aftermath of, you know, what um, I'm called to. Mm-hmm. But um, if I'm true to God's character and if I reflect that, then that's enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, again, is like an overarching theme in mm-hmm. these chapters, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you said something a little back there, and I want to I bring it back up. Because when we look at the supernaturalness of the scriptures and how the Holy Spirit reveals things to us, you made the statement, and I'm not going to say it word for word, but you said something along the lines of, I knew that, but it just meant something different to me this time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you know, like for those of you that are listening, like when you're reading God's word, it might be like, man, I knew that, but like something was just like, it really just like, Maybe it probed my heart. Maybe it, uh, uh, I hate to say this, but like emotionally, like there was just a connection to it. There's something that was different this time. Like I read it, but it was different. Like that's when the Holy Spirit's revealing things to you. That's when he's changing you. That's when he's transforming you. Because it, like following Jesus isn't just an intellectual thing. It's not just like, oh, yeah, I follow Jesus with my, no, it's all, it's all of who you are that you follow Jesus um, with. And this, you know, I think even when you look at the the Roman guard here, when he says this, like, he saw it intellectually new, but his response was way more than just, oh, yeah, like, I see, I read the sign that it says King of Kings, King of the Jews in his language, uh, but rather like, no, this truly was the Son of God. The Son of God. Yeah. So as we look here in this text, how do you uh, how do you begin to uh, apply text, whether it be Jesus before Pilate or the Romans' response to Jesus on the cross? How do you begin to apply that in your life? Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so... Um, how can I look for opportunities um, to sacrifice? Um, and I feel like in a lot of ways, um, one of my downfalls is um, I feel like I am constantly sacrificing in this season. Again, mm. stay-at-home mom of three, um, three, three and under. And I'm constantly feeling like I am <clears throat> like outpouring and giving. But if I'm doing it out of the flesh, then it mm. comes back and it feels uncomfortable and it feels like it's too much. And if I do it out of the spirit, then it, it actually feels um, refreshing. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, in the application, just like you were talking about reading scripture, you know, the word is alive. Mm-hmm. And so when sometimes we read something, it hits us differently. Well, when we do something out of the spirit, not out of the flesh, it feels different. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that for me, like applying this text and applying just the overarching theme of it is um, how can I look for opportunities to sacrifice, mm. but let the Lord lead it, not let my wants, needs, desires, yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah. n- and maybe not even my talents. Like mm. the Lord uh, calls us to step outside of our comfort zone, not because he's evil, but because he is good. And when we step outside of our comfort zone, we step into the arms of Christ, which is often a free fall or a trust fall. Mm-hmm. And that's how faith is built. Mm-hmm. And so if I step outside of my comfort zone, I'm allowing the Lord, <clears throat> excuse me, to build my faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me ask you this because you brought up something that's it's something I wrestle with that I think is an interesting uh, dilemma, dichotomy, whatever you want to say there. Uh, it's like uh, it's easy for us to sacrifice when it's in like our wheelhouse mm. or it's in our skill set. And there's an aspect of it like, well, God has given you, uh, whether it be the spiritual gift, God has given you the ability, he's given you the passion for this. Um, but there's also the aspect of like, 
I sacrifice out of my weakness or I sacrifice out of maybe something that I'm not. So I remember one time talking to a person who had the gift very much like you to be able to sing. And uh, she made this statement to me. She said, Ethan, the reason why I don't lead worship on a Sunday uh, for people is because uh, it's too easy for me. Mm. And I was like, I, I, I was like, what? Like, all right, y'all heard me sing earlier. Like, <laughs> like, I would love to be able to sing. And if I could sing, I would be leading worship every Sunday. Like, because I just love it. Like, that, that aspect. So it was like maybe it's like personal. Um, do you have any thoughts around that of like what it's like to to serve out of your wheelhouse and to serve in your wheelhouse and like whether one is like not right or wrong, but just any thoughts you have on that, Anna? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Maybe because it feels kind of adventurous and audacious. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. like yep. I, just, I love that so much. It reminds me of, you know, chapter 21 in Luke, mm-hmm. the widow giving mm-hmm. out of the thing that she needed most, out of, yeah. out of her weakness. Um, so my husband and I, we actually have this kind of like ongoing joke in our marriage. Um, sometimes the Lord pre- presents opportunities for us to trust him financially by giving. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Anytime one of us says, that's ah, too much, mm. we double it. Mm. Because it's one of those things where it's like, if we feel like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, then, then this is a faith fall. This yeah. is a faith fall into the arms of Christ. We're yeah. just going to trust him. And sometimes we might not like double it, you know, for number to number, yeah. but we want to give more. Why? Because we're stretching our faith muscles mm-hmm. in that wheelhouse, in that realm. We're exercising what it means to actually walk in faith mm-hmm. and trusting of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And y'all know, like you hear jokes all the time, like pastors, ministers, worship pastors, they don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. but they have no needs for anything. The mm-hmm. Lord is so sovereign in that. Mm-hmm. And so if we are exercising those faith muscles of trust and we're stepping outside of our comfort zones in those areas, the Lord is going to give back more than we can ask for or imagine. He promises mm-hmm. that in Ephesians 3.20. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Love it, Anna. Cool. All right. Well, as you uh, as you look at the personally how to respond to the text here in Luke uh, 23, how, how did the Lord, how did the Holy Spirit call you to respond to follow him? Um, I, I specifically uh, read out a prayer and I said, mm-hmm. um, Lord, I'm so sorry that I get blinded by this world mm-hmm. um, and that I lose sight of you when I seek comfort. You are greater than comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, and, and I know that the our audience listening, some sometimes you feel like you just need um, like a, to rest or to be or to have that one thing mm-hmm. in order to feel like you're you're comforted. Um, like for my son, he's three. It's a hug. Like he always wants a hug. Um, but well, what happens whenever mommy's not there to give a hug? Mm-hmm. Like how can the Lord, how can I teach him that the Lord can be his comfort mm-hmm. um, in the midst of when mommy or daddy aren't there? Um, and so the same can be said for me in my life. How can I look for the Lord to be my comfort and my safe place when um, I so easily get caught up in what I, my flesh finds comfortable? Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, uh, hopefully the Holy Spirit's revealed to you, whether it be from your personal reading or from Anna sharing a little bit of journeying through the here method through Luke 23. And I hope you join us tomorrow as we wrap up and conclude the gospel of Luke. 